0: back. Welcome to Every Horror Movie on Netflix. We're the show where we watch, review, and discuss every horror movie on Netflix. I'm here again. I'm Chris, back with Patrick. Hello. And Steven. Hi. And we're here continuing our mission of watching every horror movie on Netflix in alphabetical order
1: for the yeah. most part. Um, it's like the myth of Sisyphus doing this. It is, because, you know... Rolling that ball up the hill, and it keeps tumbling down. It keeps tumbling down, and the
0: worst part's going to be when we get to the end, we finally get to Zoombies, and we have to go back
1: and watch all the ones <laughs> they've added. because <laughs> already, we're, we're already experiencing that. I mean, I, how, many, how many movies have we reviewed so far um, have disappeared?
0: Well, first of all, let's talk about how many movies have been added sent to pl- before where we oh, are in that's the even more depressing so we're, so we're, we watched be afraid for this week so we're in the bees right and they've added let's see 13 demons 1920 47 years down six souls six minus five equals two aftershock alien zones of silence
1: and uh, wait six minus five equals two can we what just read the description i have to know <laughs> A
0: challenging outdoor adventure takes a group of friends into territory that can never be found on a map. Wow. Oh, okay. So that's like six or seven movies that have been added before where we are. So at some point, and we we're like, go back. and we're, barely like,
2: like, we're like 5% into this whole journey. <laughs> right. Like, that's if, an if we're into right. the bees, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, because we've done, uh, this is our 30th episode. Thirtieth episode, big deal, guys. Um, so what Wee. we have, but we have seven that we haven't done before. Like it's, 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 it's not good.
2: I mean, it's like classic one step up, two steps back kind right. of territory here.
0: And then there's the movies that we've reviewed and are now dearly departed, which means that our reviews don't mean shit to anybody. Because if you want to see hashtag horror, you're gonna to have to rent it from. Amazon Prime don't
1: please don't <laughs> spend your money I like, to- I like this though because we're we're archiving like Netflix horror movies in a way yeah like if it passes through we, we try to snag it so who do we
0: who do
2: we need to pour one out for here
1: oh 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 <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna we're, the
2: we're ritual style. This
0: is, this is the uh, this is the little in memoriam. <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: yeah. Can we play Dave Grohl playing Blackbird over this list we're, of oh, we're uh, gonna, we, we movies. got the music.
0: We got the music. Good. So not including the ones that we skipped to because okay. I'm not really yeah, sure yeah, yeah. how to. It's not easy to go back to that. Hashtag horror gone. Three headed shark attack. One of your favorites, Patrick.
2: Gone. Should we should we applaud for each of these? No, we shouldn't
0: avatar gone thank god you want to learn about real estate you're gonna have to or escrow <laughs> you're gonna have to go to remax university
2: <laughs> a real estate thriller <laughs> uh
0: abc's of death one abc's of death two both gone oh that that is sad actually yeah i yeah. like those yeah. uh, american poltergeist still there still oh there. <laughs> god jenner jenner's still out there does anyone remember amnesiac
2: oh wait no, <laughs>
0: no 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 did we watch uh, a movie called amnesia of. it's gone and uh more recently ava's possessions one of my favorites that we just did a few okay. weeks ago gone um, wow that was fast i know so please i'm glad we got to it when we did i enjoyed
1: that i think i gave it a screw though <laughs> and
2: patrick's favorite avalanche sharks gone oh that is a loss to cinema yeah. and the world at large outside of cinema
0: also kind of inconsequential oh I was wrong actually The ABC's of Death is still on Netflix ABC's oh, of Death I still really want to watch yeah, that Yeah, we one. didn't really review ABC's of Death but I was mentioning it in our review of ABC's of Death 2 ABC's of Death 2 is gone The ABC's of Death still remains but The Astronaut's Wife is gone as well
2: now be unfortunate. <laughs> but yeah so but this week we're in the B's with
0: Be Afraid Be Afraid be afraid. What, what? What are you afraid of, Chris? Oh, I'm afraid of the state police. Okay. I'm afraid of the Mothman. Just the state police? Yeah. I'm afraid. No of, other police? Yeah. Just the stateies. Why? I feel like they don't fuck around. And I used to watch a lot of like shows about forensic detectives, and would always end with like the state police raiding someone's trailer and just they're taking no prisoners. Oh. I mean, or taking prisoners.
2: Huh. Okay.
0: Never ended with the guy getting away. I don't no. know. State police, kidney stones, and the Mothman are my major fears. What about you, Steve? What scares you?
1: Failure, Patrick?
2: <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was anticipating some time to think about what I'm actually afraid of and then you gave me none i'll have to get back to you guys on that
0: (laughs) oh oh nightclub fire is number is the other thing
2: all right
1: oh guys that's a real thing
2: yeah real brief oh no wait i know what i'm afraid of basically this is what gives me nightmares this is what i have nightmares about all the time being imprisoned
1: in a foreign country or like
2: anywhere anywhere. just in general yeah oh yeah nothing to do with foreign country just like loss of personal autonomy and related fear living with my parents again Ooh. Basically the same thing.
1: Oh, man, I've lived it. It's scary.
2: <laughs> it's real scary. <laughs> did you be afraid? I I did be afraid, yeah. Could,
0: I, I, I me, was afraid. You know I'm into saving lives of our listeners, so let me do this real quick plug about nightclub fires. Look, guys. <laughs> Oh my God. If you're having a good time at the club, make sure you know where all the exits are because if there's a fire, you might have as little as 90 seconds to get out of the building before you and everyone else who's still in the building are doomed to die. So don't go out the door you came in. Everyone's going to stampede that way. Back doors, side doors, kitchen exits. Look around. Be aware of your surroundings. And if a fire starts at the club, please head to the exit immediately. Don't finish your beer and try to see where it ends up. Thank you.
1: <laughs> also, I love my mom. She is a regular listener and she loves the show. Living with my parents has been stressful, but she's been the best part of it.
0: It's not been personal, yep. Um yeah, personal I love your mom too because she likes all our stuff on Facebook. She does like everything. Like all actually. our fans should. All our fans should be liking everything. If you're our a Our fans fan, are really
2: slacking. Yeah. Actually. If you're a fan. Come on,
0: fans. Put your put your put your like button where your where your ears are.
1: Yeah, goddamn. <laughs> 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 wow. Anyway. So, be afraid. Be afraid. What is this movie well, you about? Know, Holy we, we fuck, were just what ta- a good question. We were
0: just talking about how if a movie is scary, it probably doesn't have to tell
2: you to be afraid. <laughs> Yeah, It's It's such a generic title. Holy fuck.
0: Well, we just found out that the original title was actually Within the Dark. So this is probably another, which I'm not sure if that's a better title per se, but it's another example probably of a movie that gets picked up by distribution. They're like, well, we need it to be closer to the beginning of the alphabet for a VOD.
2: No, they were like, wow, that's a really generic title. How do we come up with a more generic title?
0: But like I said last episode, Be Afraid... (sighs) I was looking forward to this movie on the basis of the title, because I like titles like that. I like titles that are like uh, like Unsane, or, um, (laughs) you know, Ouija Origin of Evil is kind of a cheesy title. But, I mean, It grabs
2: your attention, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I love Unsane. I love, like, Don't Breathe. Don't Breathe. Holy shit, what a great title. It Follows. But those are all evocative. Like, Be Afraid is just so generic. I will say... And it has nothing to do with the actual film. So, like, It Follows, how. How is, insane, how is don't Af- Breathe, are all very closely related to the actual subject material of the film. Be Afraid is such a generic statement, and it has very little to do with the film, other than, well, people are scared.
0: Okay, but, alright, follow me here. Like, Get Out. The title, Get Out, relates to the, the theme of the film, probably. Yeah. But um, if you you have to see the movie to know that, so uh, just on the basis of the title alone, Get Out and Be Afraid...
2: Are the same, you know? Yeah, but but you but have be afraid. to do something to justify. Yeah, right. you have to do something to justify that title. Like be afraid. Okay, I'll go. Well, okay, that's sort of an interesting title. But yeah, you have to earn it.
0: Yeah,
1: you have to. Earn well, it. also, be afraid is a movie that went straight to VOD. Get out had a you know like year long marketing campaign before it came right. out. You kind of knew what to expect from the title and the images. From the film that you've seen And how they might relate Be Afraid is just dropped on Netflix Like have you guys had the experience Of just like looking through horror movies on Netflix Looking at titles I do it, and a, images. Lot. I do it and a lot Did Be Afraid <laughs> No I do too I mean I have for years Have you ever seen Be Afraid And the cover art which is like a cornfield And think like oh I should watch that
0: Well no but I don't think I've ever seen it before But I was I looking have. forward to it I was looking forward to it seeing it on our list just because Be Afraid I think it's a, a little bit of a punchy title it's like it's a unique title and I was like okay if this had been a much better movie I don't think we'd have any problems with the title but as is the movie
1: we're left with is not I staring. can't imagine a movie called Be Afraid that I would like like I just really like I can't imagine a world in which a movie with that title actually works well I want to make a horror
0: afraid. movie called That Stuff and the first scene is going to be someone like Oh, I I don't believe in that stuff. And the movie's called That Stuff. Would you see my movie, Steven?
1: I, um, well, I would see The Stuff, the Larry Cohen movie, but, um, yeah, I might want to
2: rethink that.
0: There's a Leonard Cohen movie?
1: No, Larry Cohen.
0: (laughs) Damn.
2: Okay. So, yeah. Chris, I think that stuff is a great concept. I think so, too. I'm sorry. But it's
1: so close to a movie that already exists. Um, so, back to Be Afraid.
2: Yeah, Be Afraid.
0: which, you know, we always like to explain the premise real yeah. up front so everyone gets on the same page of what we're talking about. This is a movie that really holds its cards close to the chest and doesn't really tell you what the premise is for a good, I don't know, hour and 25 minutes of this
2: movie. <laughs> oh, I would say hour and 36 minutes. What's the runtime? <laughs> well,
1: in a, in a nutshell, this is a sleep paralysis movie. No, I no.
2: reject that i no. see so many synopses that explain that as the central concept of this and that's so incidental no. to the actual plot in it's my the, it, in my opinion no. i'm I mean, that I, I just shut down no, your I, opinion I, I totally and agree. the opinion of whoever wrote the synopsis for netflix but i think sleep paralysis has so little to do with what's actually going but on in this movie
1: the thing is the element of sleep paralysis is evident in the film like very early on but it's handled so poorly that you don't realize that that really is like kind of one of the key components well, where is it I,
2: I'm curious though where is it handled early on
1: I think most of the horror comes from sort of like dream sequences that you don't realize your dream sequences because it's so poorly put together huh. that was my experience anyway
2: I can count I can think of three sleep paralysis scenes one of them comes probably 20-30 minutes into the movie and they're uh, and it's so it's so incidental i uh, well mostly everything, it's everything mostly it's a shitty
1: and very racist family drama <laughs> for like mm. an hour racist i don't know about racist okay well let I'm, me yeah, well, I'm, I'm curious though, here's what we point. need to know we need to know if that's
0: that guy's real voice or not and there's that no fucking is,
1: way he's been in other films too <laughs> is that uh, his voice should, I think
0: so. Really? Yeah. I think, yeah, then then that's fine. I'll, I don't think there's necessarily any racism in this movie. That
1: scene, though... We the, should explain what that that we're fucking scene, talking about Well, hold on here. for a second. Before we do that, that scene where the kid is down by the pond, and the African-American man, who we are told to be afraid of from the beginning scene, uh, his dad oh, and the older son racist? come to find him, and the son is carrying... A, a rifle.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is and
1: if they they scare him off. He has done like that man has done nothing but be there at that pond. That's true. And they frighten him off with a rifle. And
0: not only do they point a rifle at him, but as soon as they see him, they say, Go call the police. Yeah. Without even talking to him, without knowing I mean they just They've moved to the neighborhood. Nothing
1: offensive happening. So, it's just this kid is at the pond. There's a black man a few feet away from him. I, they call the cops Gun is aimed right at his head. I mean, it's,
2: it's the gun, though. Like they bring the gun before they even know what's happening. That's the most. Why do they do thing. that? I know, but it's, that's just shitty writing. That's not necessarily the characters responding to the presence of a black man. No, I. I that's just well. shitty writing. It's just like, oh, well, let's give them a gun because they think something's wrong with the kid. They don't know what's happening. No, to the all kid. the kid did was wander into the woods. Why would they bring a gun? It's, it's, it's baffling. The, as is pretty much the whole movie. The race of
0: that character is incidental and arbitrary to that scene. But um, it comes up later. It, it Well, it comes up later that there might be racism in the community, yeah. but um, I, I think it just kind of resonates in a difficult way to see that kind of scenario play out, knowing yeah. how that kind of scenario plays out in real life. But I don't think it's necessarily a racist movie, but uh, yeah, that is a...
1: I, I did notice that in that scene. I feel like the writer director of this movie has some issues to work out within himself about race. Well, this is a very conflicted movie.
0: I think it sense. might just be a, a creative team that doesn't consider race in a really a three-dimensional way. Yeah.
2: And can we explain, Can we explain what we're talking about though cuz no one gets what the fuck we're talking about right now. That's right.
0: True. Well, the the movie opens with like a cold open where there's a black family and the, yeah. there's a girl and bed you know is she even afraid of anything is she having a nightmare i don't think i think everyone's okay except the father who's going batshit
2: yeah. yeah and he has
0: this comically gravelly voice and he's a very large Just deep like, he's this
2: a, is a good place to drop in a clip of this guy's it is voice because like, it has he, to be heard to be believed if you
1: took like captain beefheart's like the deepest he has four octaves if you took the lowest octave and like slowed it down as far as you possibly could it would sound like this man
2: i really don't believe that's that man's real voice it just it sounds it is so it is well, that's so amazing all right. to me well,
0: well we'll play a clip of this scene this is the scene the first scene of the movie where basically he's convinced that something is coming for his family and he's got the shotgun and he's about to go out and protect Protect the family. Look, are you even listening to me? No, I'm not. Look, there's no power because there's a lightning storm. It's I not the power. The family. You are protecting the
2: family. What are you doing? You're not, baby, are you listening to me? They're coming. You're scaring Anne Steve, just stop it. Who's coming? Don't get out of bed, Em. Stay in your room. No, no,
0: no. You're not leaving this get house. You're not leaving this house. Not I'll with this. i take out of my You're way. Not
2: with this. You're not leaving. Get out of my hey. way. So, just high drama all around. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then all- and while he's and while he's gone, being stalked by some weird shadow person in in a cornfield, his daughter's room locks. Yeah, the mom is trying to get in. The dad comes back. They go into the room. The daughter is gone. The Everyone's horrified. Gone opening title be afraid and actually at that point i was in i was like this is this like an x-files cold open i'm i'm transfixed it did feel very made for tv that was (laughs) that was probably the high point of the movie for me that first two minutes
1: it's
0: very well produced too you know the production values in this movie were pretty great they're decent Um, yeah so yeah no problems there cut to four years later we meet our um
2: Oh, so, is it that late?
0: Yeah, supposed protagonist who's a surgeon who just moved to the country from the big city and he's brought his family. He's brought his wife who's the uh poor man's Olivia Wilde or Wild. How do you pronounce her name? <laughs> Definitely Wild. Wow.
2: Poor man's Olivia Wilde.
0: And uh their adorable son who's like 5 or 6 or something. I don't know. I don't know how old kids are. And uh <laughs> Well that's you know, it's it's kinda weird because they play games with the kid's age where it's like he's old enough to ride his tricycle around the neighborhood unsupervised, but not old enough to where the parents believe him when he says there's a guy in my room. So I thought that was odd. Yeah, totally. Anyway, um, so it's the three of them and there's they're really quickly joined like the next scene by the teenage Son of the surgeon, but not Olivia Wilde. Um, it's a son from a previous, previous marriage, right? It's her stepson who is just dropped out of school, and so now he's just going to hang around the house for a bit. And so that's our that's the good family. And I think they're living in the same house that the black family occupied.
1: No, 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 okay. no way. I'm Different wrong. house, same town. Right. I expected it to be the same house. The way things play out, mm-hmm. I felt like oh, the house is the source of right. the haunting. But no, it's. Well, we'll get into that. No, not at all.
0: So they're all living there and getting used to the neighborhood. You know, it's a setup you see in a million different horror movies. and In
2: in, in fact, there's a setup you see in one specific horror movie because the kid is riding his tricycle oh around. And it's God. the exact same fucking shot of the kid riding the tricycle oh, from yeah. The Shining, which still looks cool. It still looks cool. It but doesn't it's like, look
1: great. It looks very like low-res and like just kind of It weird looked really and, like, good
2: to me. I thought it looked great, but at the same time, I was like... This is the exact same shot from The Shining, in the sense that you are showing me the exact same visual of a kid on a, like a big wheel tricycle from a low angle.
0: And It's not the kind of movie that can really get away with that for Ed in terms of homage, right? <laughs> right. No,
1: it's not. And the house that they're living in looks like the house from the original, um, I think, Double Day cover of of The Shining that came out. Like, it's just oh. like very obvious Stephen King homage that like is not deserved. No, at all. No. Um, and again, you know, I
0: I want to describe a premise here, but it's just the the premise is so uh, nebulous. Is that the right word? Sure, yeah. sounds good. Is it sleep paralysis? I don't think so. But yeah, there's parts of that. Is it? It is. I mean, town he's, cult he's sort of. Not it. really. Is it ghosts? Is it boogeyman? Is it magic
2: kids? Shapeshifters? There's so many Here's irrelevant the I, characters. There's just. Oh my god! It's it's just like throwing a little bit of everything. It's a fucking grab bag. Here's a
1: list of movies I thought of while watching this. Oh yeah, uh, the Babadook. Okay. We've got the Hat Man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Nightmare, which is a sleep paralysis movie, yeah. right. that I think this is like. I don't know. There, there are elements of that, and uh, also a movie we recently reviewed. Before I wake, yeah. Before I wake, mm-hmm. I felt like this made me like Before I Wake more.
2: <laughs> oh, one of my notes is literally the kid is good, but he's no Jacob Tremblay. Yes, I thought. The <laughs> I mean, same he thing. was charming, but at the same time, it's like they ask him to pull off some pretty big acting moments. And just the comparison I mean it's an unfair comparison because Jacob Tremblay is sort of supernaturally gifted. Sure. But uh yeah, I mean when he's you know expected to cry at a dramatic <laughs> moment in this movie it's just like uh. no. well this is a movie by a first time
1: feature director but i listened to a half hour interview with him and like this movie has been in development for a long time wow. Like, several years he claims that he wanted it to be a 10 million dollar movie and it was made for less than a million dollars i don't know the exact budget
0: well fuck like there's enough ideas in this movie to be a 10 million dollar movie because like they have enough sub- Subplots and incidental happenings and incidental characters that it seems like it's like four hours worth of plot but like condensed into 15 minutes at the end of a 90 minute movie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it feels like if you, it, it feels almost like an it or something. It feels like it aspires to be it. That scope of, you know, a, a small town with multiple characters and kind of rich character development a lot of shit going on. It feels like, yeah a much longer movie where they just took out a lot of really relevant shit or something i don't know
0: subplots after subplots after subplots that are introduced that developed for like a scene and then disappear and never become relevant again like son i have this hot car for you if you had only finished school oh dad i really want that car well you'll have to finish school dad can i drive the car yeah, alright, you can drive the car just once and
1: then it just becomes a car for the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of shit that just goes like totally unexplored. Or- and also like the mythology of the haunting element is Ugh. there's nothing to it and that's what this all builds up to. We never get any answers on where this came there's from. There's interesting no.
0: ideas like, I mean, we'll, we'll save the egregious s- stuff where we actually get some information about how it all works at, at the end of the movie. That'll come in the spoiler room, but...
2: Yeah, like, the information that resolves <laughs> fucking nothing at all.
0: <laughs> right. So there's some ideas that I was like, okay, maybe it's like so there's these supernatural beings that are always kind of watching us but in the dark and our peripheral vision yeah, and then you know there's this doctor our main character he's like putting eye drops in his eyes you think that there's something about the Mm -hmm. way our eyes work where we can't see this stuff I'm like
1: that's interesting this is just us being like intelligent moviegoers hoping, grasping for something. Yeah. Th- that's really like how I felt this entire film. Like, oh, this is going to lead somewhere. It, it never no. does.
0: It, that's interesting If you if you set up a world where like, oh, there are monsters around you all the time. You just yeah. can't, they're just slightly out of view. That's interesting. A movie about sleep paralysis would be interesting. Mm-hmm. A movie about a town cult with a secret would be interesting. Mm-hmm. A movie about a cave where kids go in and they don't come out would be interesting. But this movie just like has it all but also has nothing. It just, trickles a little bit out there whets your whistle and then drops all this shit like it doesn't mean anything
1: it does feel like the work of a guy who has especially after hearing this interview with him like has like 20 screenplay ideas that he's been like fighting to get made and this is like the best
2: he could do he just yeah he this just, is like, the one that sold and all he's, all and he's like i'm
1: cram it all. also very money motivated like this movie doesn't offer any answers in the end and it's intentional. He was hoping that this would be a big hit on VOD so he could make a sequel th- with New Line or like a big studio huh. with a bigger budget.
0: I don't think so, Tim. Not going to happen. <laughs> Not going to happen.
2: I, and I mean, there's so many just characters. I mean, beyond the, the multiple like kind of subplots or, or um, sort of horror elements that are introduced and not really developed there's so many characters that are just completely useless there's this woman who shows up in a tow truck outside the main family's house and at first appears to be stalking them she seems to have some sort of special privileged information about what's going on it's eventually revealed sort of what she knows it really doesn't fucking mean anything Oh, it's so fucking confusing. I
1: don't even know that it's confusing. Like, I just i did i didn't care to piece any of this together. Like, I feel like we we were given a lot of sort of red herrings in the beginning. Like, especially the tow truck, and that was a very yeah. like, Twin Peaks thing. Like the cop too. Like, you feel like there's sort of like this is a weird small town that they've moved to, and like there's stuff they don't know and kind of quirky characters. There's not enough there for me to really want to like follow through on the mystery of what's going on
0: well i tried i was interested i wanted to figure all this out and it's just completely incomprehensible
2: i mean i try my best with every one of these movies i i, sure. I yeah i give every one of them a shot and i mean i would compare this to baskin and that which we talked about last episode and which also doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense we talked about that but so there's a
1: movie deeply rooted in like dreams and sleep yeah and all
2: that. yeah yeah and Baskin sure it doesn't make sense there's a lot of stuff that I couldn't explain to you what the fuck is going on in Baskin but there's sort of a dream logic to it that makes sense this is a movie that presents itself as something more conventional and something that is supposed to make sense and it doesn't there's yeah. no reason that this movie should be so
1: confusing Right? Like, it seems like it's trying to be the most basic of horror movies and yet it's just so ineptly done that I lost interest after I don't know A few minutes. It kept my interest for a
0: while, because I thought, you know, it was a slow build to something, and they introduce a lot of shit, and then next thing you know, it's been an hour, and you're like, wait a minute, what's this movie about? I've been watching this movie for an hour, I don't know what it's about. And then, even in the last ten minutes of the movie, they're still introducing completely
1: new (laughs) ideas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Literally. Like... (laughs) And it's just so ineptly directed and and shot as well. Like, I mean, a character kills himself. He blows his head off with a shotgun in this film. Right. And my first instinct was to laugh
2: Hmm.
1: like it was like the whole scene was so ridiculously shot and edited and acted and I cared so little about the characters that I actually went when that happened Like I should not feel that way you're right I didn't laugh
0: but I was not affected at all I was like
1: oh shit that was like what I said
2: (laughs) I mean, here was my viewing experience with this movie. I, I don't. I forget what was going on when I watched this in, in the first place, but I was hyper distracted. I was like texting through the whole movie. I probably only processed half of it. And so today, literally an hour before we got together to record, I was like, okay, I should actually watch this because I'm being fucking ignorant. I didn't process this. So I watched it. I paid attention. And I didn't. I mean, there were a couple extra things I picked up, but I didn't feel like I understood anything better on a second viewing where I actually paid attention than on the viewing where I was completely disengaged. It's incoherent. The most incoherent thing we've watched for, me, for this it, cast it, so it, far, I'll, I think.
0: It's the most frustrating movie yeah. of all the ones we've watched so far. Yeah, I, I wouldn't venture to say whether it's the worst or not. It might be, but... Just because it's it's bad in such a unique, infuriating way, where like you just can never get your hands around this movie.
2: It's not the worst because to me, bad is like actually offensive. It's something that offends my intelligence. I think frustrating is a, is a good word. This is certainly the most frustrating we've watched so far.
0: Well, the experience of watching it wasn't excruciating to me like some of the other movies have been. So yeah. I will give it that credit. But that's. You know, just I think because I didn't know I still had faith in this movie until the last 10 minutes.
2: <laughs> I think it's frustrating because there are a lot of things about it that are actually good. Yeah, sure. You know, really? I mean, as you yeah. sure.
1: oh, I'm, I'm so curious. You both of you, well, but like, give me like, just the production values for one. All right, I thought I mean, it looked there were, there were actually there were a couple of shots that I thought were really great, but I thought a lot of it, like, especially that, like, that, um. Tricycle? It's not a tricycle. What is that called? I don't know. We're gritting on a, a curve. big wheel. I mean, we're gritting on we a are, curve. We are. We have to at this point. I mean, early on, I was like, "This is a low budge movie that looks like shit." And low budge like doing a very low budge and is like doing like a shining homage in the first five minutes. Like, all right, this is garbage. Like, this is going nowhere. But I gave it a chance, and I did watch it in one sitting and paid attention to it. But like, what what did you think was promising about it?
2: I, I, I agree with Chris. I mean, production values. There were some. There were some good visuals. Um, there are also some sh- fucking shitty visuals. Yeah, I like that big wheel Makes shot. Bad. I mean. It probably Big, only well, it looked, That's what I was grasping and It probably from. only looks low res because we were watching it on fucking Netflix. <laughs> no, it looked like
1: it was like, it, it looked like it was like, they didn't even color grade that scene. And like, it just looked like I could have shot that on like my old high eight camera or something.
0: Well, if it was a tracking shot, I'm not familiar with the shot you're talking about. If it was like a, tr- a shining shot, they probably just used like a drone and used whatever built in shitty cameras on the drone rather than like
2: steady cam. I mean, it is a variation on the, on the shining shot because i think if i'm remembering correctly the shining shot follows the tricycle from a low angle yes. behind where this shot is from, it, and it's from directly front. behind yeah. and this shot is to the right of the tricycle with the wheel really yeah. hard in the foreground it doesn't yeah. matter it doesn't matter but, because
1: it means nothing
2: yeah well anyways is- i i admired the production values i admired a lot of the performances i thought the uh the the guy who played the doctor was charming, he oh, was he's, a charming he's in my
1: favorite Bad movie, Sleepwalkers. Stephen King's that guy? Sleepwalkers. I can't remember his name, but okay. he is he looked gl- familiar. Gloriously bad in Stephen King's Sleepwalkers. Yeah. You should check it out. His character, I believe, fucks his mother in that. Hmm. Um, well, who hasn't? A really good question. Uh, um, Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I like the the creature. Jesus Christ! You like the creature.
0: I like the creature stuff because I thought it was well-directed in that you never really saw them. They looked good.
1: You see them head-on. That bathtub scene, you see the whole creature. Oh, the only whole briefly, story.
0: though, and that and that's late in the movie. Most of the movie you see is shadow, you see a shape, it looks good, it's creepy, it doesn't overplay its hand. Why are you giving me that fucking I face? disagree
2: with both of oh, you. You'd
0: rather see the fucking canker man? Again, oh, I, I would rather
2: creepy. see the Canker Man. And every time you see these creatures, it's got some shitty fucking after effects on it. It's got this shitty, like. Stutter effect. Yes. Like yeah. bouncing back okay. and forth with the camera. All right, and true. also, you never see him head on. It's either yes, out of focus or what it's I'm like saying. stuttery. You don't see the
1: Hatman head on, but you see like there's a scene where the mom falls asleep in the bathtub and the water turns black and like she's got the sleep process going on. And I just, I rewatched it today. The oh, is that was, what's going on in the that creature, scene? The creature like lurks into the bathtub and you see it and it looks like something from um, like Return of the Living Dead. Just like a cheesy like 80s like monster makeup. You can barely. Really see it though. I saw it clearly. All right, I just watched it earlier. Well,
0: most of the appearances of the creatures in this movie are. Pretty conservative
2: and yes, fitting with the
0: idea that these are like shadow things that are in your peripheral vision and you can never quite grasp. Except
2: they're still distinctive enough to suggest other better movies. The Hat Man. Every time I saw it, just looked like fucking Freddy Krueger or the Babadook, except in shadow or the Babadook. That's yeah. what I thought of. I could, yeah, well, I guess I could. Do that. All right,
1: the well, director was every, apparently influenced by that.
2: And every time I saw the other creature, which I was confused for a long time because so I couldn't figure out if it was the same creature, just two creatures that were stalking everybody or sort of a flock of creatures that all either looked like a, a hat wearing thing or the shape of water. The other one just looked like fucking the shape of water creature or the creature from the Black Lagoon. It's just fucking well, god damn it. It's
0: just because I've seen enough of these movies. I I'm guess, getting too riled
2: up about this.
0: Maybe it's just because I've seen enough movies where they're super proud of their like shitty CGI monster and they just Well
1: I will it say this face. movie I, from listening to this interview, with the director, no CGI in this movie. They didn't right. have the budget for it. Right. That that was like I I appreciate what they did with like no money. Like I think there's some promise here. Yeah. But he's got to work on his storytelling. The storytelling is just a disaster. Um. Other than that, you know,
0: with if and this script could have been saved too. <laughs> like
2: just it cut a whole bunch of it out. Right. Blacklist material. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Not at all. I mean. Again, I think, like it, like I said earlier, it makes me appreciate Before I Wake even more. I know.
0: My plan again should reason. have
1: directed this. It's right up his alley.
2: Steve wants to see the canker man instead of the hat man.
1: Uh-huh. I would actually. I I hate yes. Anchorman, but Patrick, I'm on your team. Well, my boy.
0: Forget Before I Wake, the the movie that this kind of makes me nostalgic for of all movies. This is weird because I think I probably gave this movie a screw it, but like anguish, like a simple Ugh. wow, that's no, a throwback. Yeah, it's a throwback. But listen, hear me out. It's Back like in the I eggs. love I love anguish. Anguish is like a simple low budget movie about some people in a new town, and it takes like one
1: idea. And does it fairly well, yeah. And then that's it, yeah. And this movie is like ten ideas crammed into one, and none of them. And
0: they're all more than that, like the fucking like miscarriage subplot. Oh god! Like all these subplots after subplots after subplots, and it's a lot. um, Yeah. And also the you know Patrick and I x-files fans i think you're an x-files fan hell yeah uh, he he made it through all the seasons i didn't know if his his attitude not changed all later. i
2: still got a movie and two event <laughs> series to watch anyway the original seasons. So.
0: um you know the x-files like would introduce real science into an episode just you know hang the plot on in a sometimes inept way sometimes an effective <laughs> way but there's a scene here where the surgeon goes to like his doctor friend and he's like Oh God! I've been having sleep paralysis or something. Or no, he you know he tells me about these, his nightmares yeah. and apparently our doctor protagonist has never heard of sleep paralysis. He's before, a doctor. Why does he go to another doctor. doctor? So he goes to another doctor, and the doctor's like, "Oh, sleep paralysis." And and he says, "Well, you know, everyone will have sleep paralysis once or twice in their life." <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" Because that's another thing I'm
2: afraid of: sleep paralysis. Yeah. I've and had it once. It was. Fucked. did it make you be afraid yeah that's yeah. yeah
0: but then i look <laughs> it up and like no like seven percent of the population will ever experience
2: sleep paralysis
0: so it's like they're just misleading the audience on sleep paralysis when they could have
2: so it's scientifically inaccurate on what top of
1: everything scene? else where he and his son are sitting at the desk with their laptops and like the son googles what does he google oh he googles like memes about
2: the shadow dude no he googles like like neuroscience
1: s- neuroscience and he's oh, like right. dad type in neuroscience and in the, the website second, like.
2: says what is neuro
1: yeah and th- that's how they like find out like more about like sleep paralysis Hypno- it's like, but they find, like aren't yeah. there yeah. like shadow yeah. person memes well so this well, movie I will say I again I listened to an interview with the director earlier today kind of passively because he sounds like kind of a chotch um, <laughs> He apparently has had a recurring nightmare about a man, a shadow man with a hat, since he was a kid. And he looked it up, and it's a thing that has been going on for centuries. It's kind
2: of a oh, like fuck. a slender
1: man sort of thing. Oh. So the, I'm chilled right now.
2: Yes, I'm more freaked out than I was by anything in the whole Make fucking movie. Make the movie about that. Holy that shit. That was the
1: idea. I also kind of don't believe him based on the way Doesn't he Doesn't matter. It. Doesn't matter. But Urban that would be a legend. better movie if that's all it's about. But that's The Babadook like the babadook exists we don't need be
2: afraid like that did it well enough but i mean man with a hat is so generic like that has surely been done before the babadook
0: it's fucking uh sure. giant cash <laughs>
2: <laughs> i mean if you're if we're talking about the genre of man with a hat Freddy Krueger, and i'm indiana sure a jones. million things before that yeah indiana jones <sighs> yeah uh god well, you know,
0: good, I good, the bad, I, and the ugly.
2: I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't want to slander the director too much, but I
2: feel like it's hard oh, to make a movie. I don't think we can slander him enough.
1: Well, I don't think it's. I, I think, don't want
2: to dogpile on him, but like, yeah, I mean, let's it. look him up. Let's maybe he's an Adam Mike Wazowski. I would love to interview him, I'll but change like, my this feelings interview did when not I see make his his want to talk
1: to him. He seemed very focused on furthering his career and not like elaborating on the work. So thing. that's
0: the thing, because I don't think you can make. I think that if you lack humanity in your person, you end yeah. up making movies like this which yeah. are like devoid of actual humanity and have no empathy for the audience or anyone else. What's no, his name?
1: He, uh I don't know. But he like he wants to like he's the kind of guy who's like I want to make a Marvel movie. And not because he wants to make a good Marvel movie, he just wants his name attached to something big. Like that that's the vibe I get from him. But the basic idea of, like, he has this recurring nightmare, that should be an inspiring story.
2: Like, yeah, that, man. That's horrifying. That freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. I mean, although I guess it goes back to the same thing, that having a dream about a man with a hat is not, like, super distinctive. Like, I mean, probably a million people have had a dream about a man with a hat. If he was, like, I had a dream about a shark with a hat, a (laughs) three-headed shark with a hat, and then I found out that it's a dream that numerous other people have had going back
1: it's in cave hundreds of thousands
2: of years that would probably be more legitimate reason to be freaked out but i was chilled when you told me that just now
1: i think it's still cool that he's like i've had this dream and i looked it up and like lots of people throughout like the centuries have had this dream and like that's cool he's like he's interested in like where does that come from because he was like he grew up like pre nightmare and elm street So he's like, I don't know why I have these dreams. Like, I didn't have any, like, media telling me to be afraid of this kind of creature. But, yeah, this movie's a mess. And also, I will say, it doesn't give us any answers as to where that creature comes from. Oh, fuck no. And in the interview, he said he believes in the, again, this is very, like, PR of him, but less is more and I want them to go down the rabbit hole and want to find their own answers there are God no answers to be found in no. this movie and he explicitly said I hope that I can make a sequel for 10 million dollars so that we can dig deeper into the mythology of like where the man in the hat comes from how about we give him 10 million dollars to
0: never make another <laughs> movie I will start a kickstarter right now <laughs> I, just it, frustrating frustrating film would you
1: view it, cue it or screw it Steve Absolutely screw it. I mean, you know, Patrick was talking earlier that he uh, felt that he needed to see the film again because he was sort of texting and distracted during it. I was not as distracted while watching it, but I will say I had a really hard time staying awake. And this is like five o'clock. In the afternoon that I'm watching this drinking coffee and I still could not focus on the screen. This movie is all over the place. It's pretty poorly acted. Occasionally interestingly directed. There's some good cinematography here, but it's, it's a mess. It doesn't add up to anything. It left me with more questions than answers. Um, a lot of the reviews I've read say, it's not great, but it shows promise. I don't see any promise here. I mean, anybody could have made a movie this bad. Screw it. Patrick
2: well guys um it's a soft movie in a hard world <laughs> oh my
1: god no
2: fucking screw it yeah damn it holy fucking shit i mean i watched this shit twice or i mean maybe one and a half times because i guess i wasn't fully paying attention the first time poor but, you god damn it screw it with prejudice i mean like i said i mean there are there are individual elements of it that i appreciate but the the final product is just so incomprehensible and so incoherent and holy fucking oh, shit that
1: ending which we'll get into yeah we're
2: gonna get into still some more of just how fucking little this movie delivers on all the shit it tries to set up yeah i've seen the ending of this now i mean i've seen the movie itself twice i've seen the ending Four times maybe five because the first time i saw the ending i was like wait what the fuck just happened i ran it back and watched it at least twice screw it screw it screw it screw it chris
0: yeah screw it fuck it damn it um (laughs) (laughs) i i think you someone might be interested in watching i kind of want our listeners to check this movie out just because i don't think we've adequately described it and kind of the unique way it's frustrating Mm. i mean this isn't a movie like american poltergeist where it's just the quality is poor and scene to scene is just poorly done like scene to scene it's okay but Yeah. (laughs) yeah but the scenes don't add up to anything and it's all over the place it's just so frustrating and the thing is like we could sit here and nitpick individual plot lines and individual scenes for three hours. Mm-hmm. And there's just so many ridiculous setups oh, and ridiculous conversations and all this stuff. Like, you, you could just spend all day mocking the scenes. But yeah, I don't even want to do that. It's, it's just-
1: not so bad. It's good. It's. So it's bad. bad, it's just bad, and mm-hmm. you know, I think,
0: like I said, I think that there could be a good movie in the script to be mined out, and you if you threw away seventy five percent of what's there and focused on some of the interesting ideas that they mentioned once and then never bring up again, but until that day comes, screw it. Do we still do with
2: prejudices?
1: yeah, they're optional, yeah, yeah. you can screw it with prejudice
0: i i screw things with prejudice if i have animus towards the
2: production uh like if i think they did something wrong would anybody (laughs) have a with prejudice for this one
1: no i mean it's it's just kind of an innocently bad movie okay but if he makes another movie this bad with prejudice i'm after learning more about him if he makes a movie this bad that
0: costs 10 million dollars with prejudice,
2: <laughs> I'm towing the line between screw it and screw it with prejudice. I'm right there. I'm gonna stick with screw it though.
0: All right. Well, uh, we're gonna get into that ending in a minute. We're going down to the spoiler room. We're gonna see if there's any shadows or shapeshifters down in there. Uh, if you want to come with us, we'll see you soon. If you're too afraid, <laughs> you can go watch Be Afraid and find the answers for yourself. If you're too
2: afraid, then screw you with prejudice.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Don't wear a hat if you if you come down cuz it's we, dark and we might get creeped out we'll shoot you with our rifle that we, we
0: bring don't. up several times and then never fire <laughs> Welcome. We're here in the spoiler room about to delve deep into Be Afraid. We got Glenn Beck's whiteboard here tonight, actually, because this movie needs that level of dissection to figure out what the hell happened at the end of this movie. And we're going to. Why, make why some did you invoke
1: Glenn Beck?
0: Because he has the whiteboard where he always I, draws his crazy diagrams and connects things and comes up with crackpot theories, and that's what we're going to have to do to, to figure out how to spoil this movie.
1: I don't even care to theorize about this movie. It is just pure and utter bullshit.
2: Even Glenn Beck couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on with this movie. Not that Glenn Beck can figure out fucking anything in the first place. This movie doesn't
1: beg you to figure it out. It does beg you to be afraid, but it doesn't work out so well. But like, it just kind of unfolds with its own logic. It's like Jeb Bush
0: saying, please clap.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, how do we talk about this? Where are we?
0: Um, I mean, the, the main spoiler. I guess there's two main spoilers, and I don't know if they are part of the same s- plot line. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of them is the <laughs> the sheriff who's been vaguely up to no good the whole movie. Sure, it looks like a like low rent Wayne, Wainwright. Yeah, he he gets he gets called out for being up to no good a few times, and he's yeah. like, I don't like the way what you're insinuating, and then. But he never. Nothing ever changes. He still like drives the hero to the creepy site and sure. their friends. The cave, and, anyway. Yeah. The cave. Yeah, that's the epicenter
2: of the the shadowy stuff, right? So I feel like our description of this episode has been appropriately as incoherent as yeah, the movie we're, itself.
0: We're doing our best.
1: If you don't like it, fuck you. Go watch the movie by yourself. I mean,
2: we really haven't. But um, I mean,
1: look. There's a cave. There's shadowy stuff. There's shadow figures in there, and they want. Doctor Chambers' son, for reasons unknown.
2: Doctor Chambers, yeah.
1: They want they want children. Adult, they want everybody.
0: They, there's some, teams.
1: but they pick one at a time. So initially, and we don't they, know why they take the the the, the young African American girl at the beginning of the film, and she comes back as a ghost to lure. Dr. Chambers' son to the cave so they can claim right. him. And is it her? Is it a shapeshifter? We never find out. Never find out. We don't know why they want kids. We don't know where they come from, how they wound up in the cave, why people in the town are protective of them or we, of the uh, secret about them. So, like, uh, None of it adds up to anything. So the first twist,
0: sort of, is that the there's a supporting character who's like a love interest of
1: the absent the college-aged son who dropped out yeah yeah no. who dropped out and great performance by the way really uh captivating <laughs> by ben or Nikki? oh ben just like everyone oh my lived, God. with such expertise i just i really believed his desperation no he's fucking terrible and anyway, part of the yeah, movie true
0: um, anyway so his supposed love interest why do you say supposed just because it's not developed.
2: In a way, it's one of the better developed things to me because she, 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 she gives a decent performance. She seems like she's actually into him. Sure. I mean, he's a fucking block of wood, but they the at whole least as, wood, indeed. They're <laughs> there at least as compelling I believe together
0: her. as the as the as Olivia Wilde and and the husband. She apparently has a flashback and realizes that oh actually when i was a little girl i was abducted by shadow people in the cave and
2: i came out of it oh but let's go over how she comes to that flashback
0: well like i said we could nitpick the individual scenes
2: all but this particular scene is so fucking bizarre and egregious well they've they've arrested ben they've arrested
0: ben for reasons we don't need to get into they've arrested him he's at the police station or the sheriff's station she's she's actually the daughter of the sheriff so she's there because she was with Ben when Ben was arrested, and she's the daughter of the sheriff, so whatever. So he, she's like in the lobby of the in the police
2: work area and there's like police cadet who is supposed to be watching her who's like playing some game on his phone and she's like i need to check my facebook and he
0: he is so delinquent in watching her that she could pretty much do whatever she wanted without saying a word to him but she's like making excuses to him to like explain why she goes on the computer like oh hey I'm just. I, I need to check my Facebook. It's been too long, and so like. And so on she the knows
2: the password to get onto the. police computer me. Her, I her guess because her dad. But she knows her dad's password. That doesn't make For any his fucking work sense. computer.
0: Sure, I'm okay. That's not the biggest problem with
2: this movie. And so then she just dis- a
1: lot of bad screenwriting. Like, why do we have to nitpick this?
2: Why can't I fucking talk about it? You guys just keep shutting me down. I'm just I'm trying sorry. to describe a scene that just blew my mind in walking, terms of how bizarre it was. We're walking
0: into a two-mile cave, but let's keep
2: going. <laughs> it's not, you guys keep making it more complicated than it needs to be. All right. Sorry. I'm keep sorry. going. Continue. So she Googles herself, basically, on the police computer and comes up with a missing persons report and has a sudden flashback to her dad, like, carrying her into the woods. <laughs> Carrying her out of the woods, <laughs> out of the woods, <laughs> and, after she was taken by the shadow people. And, so she has a flashback prompted by why we don't know. She I don't know, but she has another what, flashback. What prompted of, her to look herself up on the computer? I well, guess, there was is my some question. missing
0: kids, so she was like, "Well, why don't I just Google missing
2: kids on the on the police computer?" I don't know. It's a mess,
0: but it's treated as kind of like the
2: key, like the turning point to all this, because she then confronts right. her dad the about it. Everything
0: is ridiculous. It's like a montage. It's like the silliest thing, and this is like ten from the end of the movie and this is when they introduce that like oh there were two other boys who have been missing this whole right. time yeah. that we've never seen before Yeah, and I guess the, sh- the idea is the sheriff like traded these two boys to get the daughter back oh yeah, yeah. That's I, yeah of, I guess I so that. that's mm-hmm. what they're getting at I don't
2: take it Oh, so this is what the sheriff is saying to the dad when he's like, I did what I had to right. do for my family or whatever. So he's telling the dad he has to make a sacrifice to get his kid back from the shadow people. Right.
0: It seems like you gotta put something in the cave to get
2: something out of the cave. Wow. Okay.
1: And for some reason That's a lesson you can really carry into your daily life, I think. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so I'm actually really glad we talked about this because actually it does make more sense yeah, now. If,
0: if you want to take pictures, you gotta leave footprints. Anyway. So, but why he had to bring two boys into the cave to get one girl back, I don't know.
2: One step up, two steps back.
0: It seems like you'd have to take point seven five. Never mind. <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway so yeah so the sheriff's been responsible for this and then the second twist is the dad decides well I'm going to go into the cave and get my son back he tells the older son Ben to protect his family because that's the mantra everyone keeps saying protect your family in this entire movie take a shot every time you say (laughs) protect your family in this movie Um, and he goes into the cave gets dragged off by shadow people and then the little boy comes out of the cave so happy ending And then our hero wakes up, comes out of the cave of his own volition. He's a free man. He walks home to the house. He sees his family just, like, grieving completely
2: emotionlessly. He tries to talk to them. They don't know he's He's
0: there. He's like, hey, come on. I'm right here. I'm right here, guys. And turns out he's a shadow person now.
2: I mean, presumably. No. Never really properly articulated.
1: No. Well, it's like the worst Twilight Zone ending. I said that about Baskin as well, but like <laughs> it did feel very like like last minute twist.
0: Last minute twist that really just confuses everything because like yeah. does that mean that all because they also talk about the loved ones like being around after they go away and stuff like that that's addressed earlier so it's like what are all these shadow people just ghosts of normal people and if so why are they so menacing why are they stealing kids
2: which which might have been sort of interesting you know it's another one of those things it's just like so many levels of missed potential i don't even want to say potential because i don't it, it wouldn't have even been good but it at least would have made sense If we had maybe seen someone who had died or disappeared under mysterious circumstances who wore a fucking hat, because we've seen this hat person a million times, (laughs) we could connect the dots and go, oh, that was that one person who died? Okay, I get it. I would like to see the dad at the end of the movie going to a
1: haberdasher and getting a nice uh, bowler, maybe, Mm -hmm. a custom-made bowler What If If it ended Mm -hmm. with that, I'd be like, oh, I get the... Maybe he's the hat man. (laughs) Maybe he was the hat man the whole time. It's a time loop. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's maybe. A, it's a time loop. But I would only have guessed that if I'd seen him walk into the hat shop and get fitted for a nice, uh, <laughs> maybe a fedora or something. This what, what kind of hat does the hat man wear? What, what would you call that style of hat? Is it pork pie? <laughs> it's like a fedora. <laughs> no, it's kind of a, got a, a, a straight uh, medium brim to it. It's a couple it's a, of inches. It's a Freddy
2: Krueger hat. It's just a straight up fucking Freddy Krueger hat whatever that is. This ending was so fucking incomprehensible to me. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, it's becoming... Point, I was like, thank God it's over. The
1: ending is like 60 seconds or less. And I was like, I don't care. Twist, whatever. I'm done.
2: Now that, I mean, now I... that we're discussing it, I'm understanding a little more what they were going for. But it's... God damn it, it's so
1: I'm, I like hearing you talk about the okay. fact that you tried so hard to understand this movie. But it also makes me sad because I'm like, oh what a, what a waste of time, Patrick. I'll give <laughs> 'em <them> all, <laughs> all my best. a all my best. Sometimes you just
0: there's nothing there and i just again we're not even adequately conveying the layers of bullshit ineptitude in this like it's
1: on every level they're
0: still going hard with the subplots and the like tertiary characters and stuff in the climax where he's going into the cave and like because
2: the tow truck tow woman truck comes woman back
1: becomes relevant again i love that and, i saw the tow truck like coming down the dirt God road it's That's the highlight of the movie. Just a truck in the
2: woods. (laughs) When there are no people on screen, this movie's great. There's a horror movie title. That I'm down with truck in the woods
0: and the miscarriage. <laughs> the wife has a miscarriage, because she had a miscarriage and they're early on. The hero, she can't get a break. The hero's like, "Hey, we're not going to lose this one." And then like she has a miscarriage because she freaks out because the boy like went to the woods again.
2: Oh my lord, that reminds me of the fucking scene where she's in the bathtub and I guess I mean Steve brought up. I guess she has sleep paralysis. She falls asleep in the bathtub. Is that what we're supposed the to Because the water zoom,
0: turns black and she drags. Drowns and the and shadow more, people or, come
2: for her she drowns she's completely passive as the shadow people attack her she drowns and then mysteriously comes back from that
0: She's resuscitated none of this stuff I actually I Ugh. actually should have done this I don't know it would have been a huge waste of time but I thought about just making like a like a like a beat sheet of this movie of like what every scene in this movie, is doing or accomplishing or how is it progressing the plot or why do these scenes exist and just Mm -hmm. see what kind of like slapdash bullshit this is because it's like every scene is just like progressing a subplot to no end
2: yeah put that that on the whiteboard
1: (laughs) yeah i will say the director has said that since he made this film he has And I swear to God, not exaggerating We we should link to this interview in the show notes For people who are interested He uses the word arsenal at least five times I'm sitting on an arsenal of screenplays Be they treatments or scripts Like, or, or, you know synopses I think this movie was just kind of like a Frankenstein of like things that he's wanted to do over the last five or six oh, years how old and it feels is he? like it I don't know do you we know well okay. we need
0: to I mean yeah, even I
2: like young old middle I age. would say middle age probably oh, okay
1: there needs to
0: be serious disarmament talks
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: well that's all I gotta say about that fucking yeah, rocket man I guess that's what we can call this director
0: what are we watching next week? Well, that's a
1: really good question I have no idea well let me tell you, please I'm actually
0: super excited I mean I think I said that last time but um Be Deviled is next on our list alphabetical order Be Afraid Be Deviled and this is the movie it's like I think it's about an app there's like a spooky demon guy in like a little suit with a bow tie it looks the image
2: fun. has caught my eye numerous yeah. times now, like through Netflix Chris I I have two things to say about this yeah Be Deviled yep Is the movie's title instructing us to be deviled?
0: No, it's one word. Somebody in the movie is going to be
2: bedeviled. Bedeviled. Got it. Like like an egg. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Two, are you stoked on it about that visual of the dummy, primarily because it reminds you of dead silence?
0: that's a heavy question i think you might be getting at something
2: i feel like we're gonna hear about i feel like dead silence is gonna come up in this discussion of mm-hmm. bedeviled i hope so i feel like i need to watch dead silence to understand like bedeviled i feel like you need to watch dead silence to understand life i'm gonna watch dead silence before we discuss bedeviled yeah and, and i'll bring deviled eggs
0: awesome can't wait it's gonna be a hell of a time no
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> good
0: try um okay so join us then we're watching be deviled and uh, as always you're always welcome to you know send us a little tweet send us a little message whatever we love hearing from our fans what if they troll us if they troll us you know what i'm a man of peace maybe i'll just let them have it this time i'm i'm, I'm done killing <laughs> i'm done killing maybe i'll just take turn the other cheek Or I'll troll them back. You never know. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) So, all right. See you in two weeks. Until then, for every horror movie on Netflix, I'm
1: Chris. I'm Patrick. I'm Steven. So long.